Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 117 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino. We've got another long question for you today, but an important one about setting boundaries in business. To no one's surprise, there is great correlation with personal boundaries as well, so we will touch on that too. Buckle your seatbelts, everyone. Here's the question for today. I recently started a side business with my business partner. He is 60 and like a father to me. However, I am not sure how he sees me. I fear it's not like a daughter. And he has made little comments here and there that were definitely testing the waters. He also gets jealous when I have other plans with people, and he gets offended when I put my foot down or have ideas that do not mesh with his. How can I set clear boundaries while maintaining friendship and partnership? We also have a retreat coming up this weekend, and I feel many things here. Annoyed that I have put in a lot of back-end work, but that is the part I enjoy. I do not look forward to or want to do the retreat with the others and feel trapped in a house with everyone for the entire weekend. I have spent my life in some unhealthy relationships, and I have worked so hard to set myself free and set clear boundaries when I date. So for me, the feeling of having to do something I am not comfortable with nor want is unappealing. I'm a bit fearful that these retreats are not going to be for me. How do I voice that clearly after this first retreat, if that is how I continue to feel? All right, good question. Thank you for sending this. I think there's a lot of commonality here, even though you've sort of divided up the question into two parts. Seems clear to me that it's all about boundaries, really, and the second part of your question about the retreat is really just the most recent installment of your difficulty in setting boundaries with this business partner of yours. Here's where I'm at. Why bring up the dating boundaries when talking about this retreat? So you said, I do not look forward to or want to do the retreat with the others and feel trapped in a house with everyone for the entire weekend. I have spent my life in some unhealthy relationships, and I have worked so hard to set myself free and set clear boundaries when I date. Then you brought them together with, so for me, the feeling of having to do something I am not comfortable with nor want is unappealing. And it's nice that you brought them together like that and recognize the link. But what I'm getting at is that this retreat has nothing to do with your relationships. So linking the two of them, despite them being entirely separate, gives me the impression that this friction you're feeling towards the retreats is really just born of the friction you feel with your partner because you're yet to set boundaries with him and set yourself free and clear with him 
like you did after making boundaries in your relationships. And I hope you're all still with me. We're, we're digging a little bit deep here. I think your lack of structure with your business partner is starting to present itself as a lack of certainty with the entire business. And it's already harming you because this thing about the retreat, in my opinion, is on you. You knew what this retreat would entail, what your role in it would entail, and you let it happen anyway by not informing your partner of the parts of it that you didn't like. First, the retreats won't be for you, and then it'll be the next thing. None of this business is going to operate smoothly or feel comfortable until you set rules with this guy. And if he's making comments that are questionable, these rules need to be set like yesterday. So your question about what to say after the first retreat uh, is just a microcosm of the bigger question, which is, how do I illustrate to my business partner what I am comfortable with and what I am not comfortable with? The first thing you do to illustrate these boundaries to your partner is to first illustrate them to yourself, of course. <laughs> uh, take some time to really reflect on what will and will not fly, personally and professionally. Write them all down. That's your first draft. And once you have it written up, step outside yourself and try to run through it as objectively as possible. That's crucial. What that means is to take responsibility for any part of it that is unreasonable while also being mindful of how you might have been unreasonable in the past. Your tendency to be on high alert for avoiding uncomfortable situations could get you into trouble on this, which is why it's of utmost importance. If you are regularly seeking and finding empowerment in the ability to distance yourself from discomfort, it's easy to forget the discomforts of others. So you can't avoid all of it, nor should you want to. Anyway, because this process of looking objectively at a list of your own boundaries can be challenging, uh, I have put together a few questions you can ask yourself as you look at your list to get the ball rolling. So ask yourself things like, if my professional boundaries were to be upheld, would we be running this business 50-50 and do our individual roles play to our strengths? Do we envision this business and this relationship growing in the same direction? Are these boundaries common in business partners who run successful companies? And based on the personal boundaries you come up with, you may ask, am I treating him the way I want to be treated? Do these boundaries allow for an appropriate mix of business and friendship? An especially important one might also be, uh, am I projecting old feelings onto him? And if so, have these projections caused me to take any of his past behavior out of context? Now, a note for you and all the listeners. Whether you are very lenient or not lenient at all when it comes to questionable comments, uh, a question like this must walk the very fine line between taking responsibility and successfully identifying crude behavior. If this man's comments were out of line, they are not to be excused. But it's important for all of us to at least question the intent of this man and others who might say things that rub us the wrong way. So for you, the main goal is about keeping this business going strong and engaging in a happy, appropriate relationship with your partner while doing so. With that in mind, I think any borderline behavior, borderline, that either of you have engaged in in the past needs to be swept under the rug right now. If, and only if, this type of communication about boundaries has not happened yet. We all interpret things differently, and though you'd think some things would be obvious, uh, the most reliable and last line of defense is not to expect someone to stop certain behavior until you've informed them 
that you'd like them to stop. If you express to this man a set of justifiable boundaries about what is and what is not appropriate to you, and he does not follow them, that is when he is to be held most accountable and when I would suggest breaking off the partnership. Right now, you have an opportunity to present a good set of boundaries that mean a lot to you, and you have an opportunity to take responsibility for anything you might have done that was unfair to him or the business. Assuming you haven't done this before, this is really when the partnership truly starts in its most honest fashion. Calmly and confidently tell him your rules and bring to the conversation with you um, an intention of, these are my cards, I am laying them out. From this moment on, if these rules cannot be obeyed, the partnership can go no further. And that's all there is to it. And if you can't have a talk with him like this, either because of your own discomfort or because of his lack of willingness to listen, then throw in the towel, learn from it, and start another business without him, but with this experience under your belt and the lessons that have come with it. Covered a lot of ground today, folks, or at least I think we did. I've been known to overestimate myself once or twice. Uh, Asker, I really hope this question provided you with the insight you need to set better boundaries and create a better business. Whether or not your relationship with your business partner is able to thrive, you can at least take some learning experiences with you, as I mentioned towards the end. Thank you so much for sending this one in. And all others, go ahead and email any questions of your own that you'd like our help with to advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Send your questions there, and we will feature them for you on the show and help you out to the best of our ability. Thank you so much for being here, my friends. I appreciate you, as always, and I look forward to talking to you all next time. Don't forget to tune in. Take care, everyone.